Episode 3, In the Temple. My mother was crueler than most of the mothers I met. Perhaps it was because I wasn't her offspring. Perhaps she just wanted me to be her idea of perfection. Perhaps she was trying to bring my gifts out of me. Perhaps she just found me obnoxious. I cannot be sure. For all I know, it was all of those. Sadly, as long as I am a good and honorable woman, I won't ever get a chance to ask her. The one good these beatings did was they taught me a lot of self-control. If I ever cursed or grew angry or insulted someone, she would take her heavy hand. But I digress, and so I decided to not curse or grow angry or insult someone. I was a good, quiet, shy, and honorable girl, and I was quite good at it. After leaving her house, I only grew angry at four beings, three times each. I had kept my control around irritable nymphs and dryads, around those long-spoken nimalays and swift-footed verters, around the all-consuming flicks and the spirits of the air, with their long and unpronounceable names. I kept my cool with magistrates and generals, with immortal gods and thick-skinned golems. But that man, my father, he used to burn my wick. I asked my supposed father, what the hell is going on here? My father, The Rock, responded, Isn't right, Kaliax. The kids can be quite the pain. I have a father for only a minute, and he's already complaining about me? And he's a bloody rock? A rock! A rock, damn it! Watch your tongue, miss. Clean speech is a clean mind and a clean soul. May Elani himself damn you to a life with your kindred kind, soulless rocks deep down in the netherworld, where no one with an ounce of goodness in their heart can even dare to tread. <laughs> Someone can sure talk fancy, eh? You ever cursed psychophant? You ever be damned traitor? You wretched rock! Some people like talking to their parents. Those people don't have a rock for a father! I wasn't always a rock. What were you, some god? Why, yes. Solus save us all. That'll be difficult, given he and I aren't on so great terms. What'd you do? Rock the boat? Get stoned? Be a solid jerk? I had you. Is that it? Is that really it? You dumb fool. You couldn't stop yourself, could you? And then you had me. And then I was too much for you. Too much! What can you do? Sit in a small room taken care of by some really annoying and foolish twerp who can't keep his wretched mouth closed for even five minutes? Quiet, Caliax the Calcified. I am talking for once. Now, Mr. Rock, my self-proclaimed father, what is it you want? Do you want to have a tea party and all those other things the other girls' fathers did? Or do you want to tell me you love me and you're sorry and you'll do your best before you, by some means, become a grain of sand and are lost in the wind? What is it you want? Well, what is it? Your alacrity is forgiven, but only because there is a more pressing concern as of the moment. Your birth mom is about to die, and you and Caliax the Calcified. Don't call me that. Have to go deep into the realm of Maldasu and save her from the twin armies chasing her down before they hang her for her crimes. Oh, Lampine, save my soul. My darling daughter, let me continue. You and Caliax the Calcified, come on, sir, are to go through the tunnel to his realm. Now, be careful, for there are many ways into Maldasu's realm, but only one out. And also, 
Maldossu's realm is impossible to navigate, save you by one of the trio of compasses made by Isidio the Smith, solely for the purpose. As long as you follow the compass, it will point you in the direction of that which you seek. Kaliax, is there anything I'm forgetting? You have forgotten to tell her how she's supposed to exit the dark deeps of creation. Right. Now, if you were to walk without this compass, you would eventually reach the heart of Maldossu's realm, his deep, dark, 169-room palace, 65 of which are devoted solely, and specifically, to torturing anyone who walks to the palace. The way out is as follows. You must. Three knocks fell upon the door, loud and sharp. Kaliax, you cursed and wretched sorcerer, fiend of all those who love that which is good, return to me, my daughter safe and secure, and my weasels, venomous and harsh, won't come and rip you from the inside out. Um, well, Kaliax, my newfound father stated, it is time for you and Saranime to go. Saranime, I love you with all my heart, but you must leave and save your mother from Izide and Alurane, lest there is no longer a mother for you to save. Quick now, I may be a god, but rocks are limited on what they can do. Suddenly, as if he was lifted by a strong jet, my father, a large rock, spiraled off the hardwood floor. Having risen, he showed a perfect circle of a hole, surrounded by gold-coated tiles. I peered into the hole, and seeing no bottom, hesitated. Then Kaliax, ever impatient, pushed me in. By Lambani of the floral fields, crowned with violets, wreathed with roses, and encircled by humble dandelions, Corsaged with a single hibiscus and a carnation ever bleeding on her lapel. Let me not die here. Don't let me die here. I don't deserve this. What have I done? I held my tongue. I did one bad thing, yes. I went away from the caretaker. But is that so bad as to warrant my death? I am a good person in my heart of hearts. Oh, Lampione, pardon me. Please, pardon me. Please, pardon me. As the acceleration took my breath and fear stole my voice, I grew silent, watching only the red-brown clay streak past me, until it turned to shale, flaking as I fell, until that turned to hard granite, giving way to the unbreakable metamorphic rock that lie beneath our skyscrapers. And then, somehow, I began to decelerate until my soft feet hit the cold and wet stone ground. Kaliak stepped beside me. Well, Serenime, it seems it has begun. Kaliax, it certainly has. Welcome to Maldasu's realm. The ceiling towered above me, much higher than was practical for any ordinary mine. Must have been about 15 feet in the air. Sparkling veins of precious gems and metals sparkled overhead. Rubies and sapphires, gold and silver. Out before us lay interlacing sets of arches and columns, resembling a gothic church. Slim ribs holding up the beast of the whole globe. It was silent, save for our words, and the soft dropping of water upon the impenetrable ground. It was majestically lit by soft lights, set in the ground, powered by some means which Maldasu refused to tell me. That god still refuses to tell us anything, even after all these years. But anyway, Kaliax and I were in the atrium of Maldasu's maze, and I asked Kaliax, which should have been an easy question, which way, my fellow traveler? I knew I forgot something.